Hello and welcome everyone to the Yard Talk Podcast. It's a Friday. It's November. It's not Friday, Joe. Oh my God. I I, I was so confident it was Friday. (laughs) I did not try to. Wow. This week is going by slow. It's Wednesday. And it's Masters week. And it's the 11th. I guess I'm just so ready for the Masters. I just want it to be Friday so bad. That's why I said that. I I want it to be Sunday, really. God. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Let's go Monday night. Yeah. I I even knew we were starting off with Monday night football. And I said, it's a Friday. What what am I thinking? It's like, God. All right. Monday Monday night game was just. Really quick. Before we go there, I'm going to have a tiny little Seahawks rant because I didn't get enough last podcast. I don't know if you guys know this, but. Currently, the Atlanta Falcons are on pace to be the worst passing defense in history, averaging 315 yards per game. The Seahawks are averaging 350 yards per game. So they will break this record by a fucking landslide. Cam Newton hasn't thrown for more than 200 yards in a single game besides last night against the Jets where he threw 275. And also against the Seahawks, where he threw for 400. I'd say, like, I could keep on going for a while, but uh, I just want to get that out. Um, maybe that helps my Josh Allen still isn't, isn't as good theory because their defense is that bad. Josh Allen sucks, but we'll go Josh into Josh Allen um, is going to win the MVP. I'm back oh, on it. Shut I'm up. fully back on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Monday Night Football, we had Patriots and Jets. Patriots snuck this one by winning 30-27. to 27. Uh, Cam Newton, 27 for 35, 274 yards passing. Joe Flacco, 18 for 25, 262 yards passing. Three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Harris ran it for 71 for the Patriots. Gore ran it for 46. Myers had 169 yards receiving for the Patriots. And then Perryman had 101 and two touchdowns. Um, The Jets choked. Joe Flacco choked. They had a chance to win. And they choked. Plain and simple. You guys can talk about this game. I looked at this on my schedule and said, yeah, I'm not going to watch this game. This has no value to me. So go ahead. The, uh, so I th- the, the funny thing I think about this game is, like, I, how smart would it have been for Bill Belichick to be like, yeah, you guys aren't getting Trevor Lawrence. Like, <laughs> no, that's not going to – not on my watch, you're not getting Trevor Lawrence. Watch this. And he, <laughs> he just makes him win two games. Both the games he plays him and the Jags get Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Or they get Trevor Lawrence. Oh, no, they already have two wins. Oh, but they would hold the tie. Bro. Oh, boy. They should have lost. They should have lost. They should have just tanked. Exactly. My take on it is the Jets suck. Mine's the Patriots suck. But the, the Patriots are horrible, too, kind of thing. You know, they both like, suck. But the Jets are like, by But, but the Jets, like, 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 when you say they suck, like, we know they suck. Like, they're playing as expected. True. No, that's they what were, I'm they saying. Played, like, actually, to be honest, they played above. They played above, game, really. Yeah, like they had this. They had this game. What do you think Bill Belichick is doing at night? Like after these games, like, like, like you know that um, Wolverine meme where he's sitting in bed, like looking at a frame. Do you think inside that frame it's a picture of Tom Brady, about how much he misses him? <laughs> yeah, and all of Dude, his. Famous I, wide I receivers. honestly don't know if Patrick Mahomes could succeed in this offense. That's how bad it is. Like, there's no one. Like Cam Newton isn't any good anymore, I don't think. But he's also not getting any help for sure. He's th- his leading receiver is Myers. Who the hell is that? <laughs> and you can like, tell like it's his only receiver out there because he what threw to him for like over 160 yards or something crazy. Twelve catches. 
It's like the what? Packers when Devontae's hurt. Just like and it's just awful. Imagine playing for Belichick, but you have to go through all the all the BS and all the hard work and put up with with all his rules, and then you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all right if you're winning, but if you're losing, that just sounds like a terrible time. It sure. really does. I agree, Kyle. But I mean, other than that, not much. Not freaking much. Oh, we're done with that. Like that was just a terrible <laughs> That's game. That's all we got. All right. All right, it was on the TV, the, and I just didn't want to watch it. Give us the final um, pick 'em points game because I know you tied me this week. So let's do that, and then who, what so, the official standings are. And I oh really want to hear it because I'm in first place. So I just really want to hear it said. Um. Well, last week Joe and I tied for first. Brennan got second, and Kyle got dead last. Um, <laughs> sorry, Kyle. The standings are at this moment. Joe's in first, barely scratching by Brendan, and Brendan's in second. Then I hold up third place right now, and then Kyle it's is close. just in Narnia in yeah, last so place. The three of us are close up top. Anything can happen. And Kyle is kind of like the New York Jets right now. We're we're like the we're like the Bills, all all three of us, and he's like the Jets to where it's just so they're just so bad. Kyle, you better get that onesie ready. You know. I've been thinking, how am I so far behind when I pick what Brennan picks like almost every time, and he's somehow almost in first? You know how you said it doesn't almost, make any sense. Those almost games where you pick different than him, like you must always get them wrong one hundred percent of the time. But how yeah. come, Kyle? If it makes it feel better, I think I'm the one that bets like the most units in this group. <laughs> oh, I'm I was I was first. I've like been first for a while. And I still lose massive amounts of money. Hey, hold week, on so. now. You have not been first for a while. Okay, I've been first or second for a while here, all right? Yeah, yeah. No. I was first up until week six or five, and then Brennan took me week six. But but Brennan's point is interesting and something I've been wondering about because it's like yeah, he does lose money, yet he is pretty good at the pickums, which really contradicts itself. You must just – I got it. The games you're really confident in are the ones you lose. So just don't be super confident in the ones anymore. Well, time to hedge some bets I already put in for this week. <laughs> All right. The, yeah, that's uh, those are standings. I'm holding up first. You know, you're welcome. Holding feel up. You just started it. Let's, feel, let's feel go. Free to send, feel free to send me a message. Just give me a little congratulations. You know, it's, it's, it's been a tough road getting here, but – I'd like to thank my family. All right, my time friend. to dethrone this right, kid right. after this week. The Bills. I'd love let's, to thank Josh Okay, God, no. They're about to get destroyed by the Cardinals. But let's go to a more important matter. It's Masters Week, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm pumped. Um, Who isn't what, pumped? What can I tell you? Who isn't pumped? America's pumped. I will be up on Thursday at 4.30 in the morning. Um. We'll see if I can do that. But. <laughs> I was like, you're not waking up at 4.30. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's Masters, Tigers back. Bryson was tearing up the field. So I don't know if you guys saw these stats. Oh, you did see these stats. But he did a little practice round today. And on, let's see, four of the par fives, he was using a seven, eight, and nine iron as like his approach shots. Like, like on the par fives using seven iron and up. One of them, he actually threw it off the tee. On a par four, the short par four on the course is 350 yards, short for some. He went over the green with the three wood. So he's hitting his three wood 
like over 350 that's awesome that's just great (laughs) that's awesome and most of the par fours he's using a wedge in that those par fives are like an automatic birdie oh yeah Mm -hmm. like his that birdie is a or that par is a bogey for him if he doesn't get that well remember the the first part of the season this was his thing like where he was driving the ball and everyone's like oh he's doing great but like his short game isn't that great and like you would see him swinging like he looks so stiff and like you're like oh no shit like he looks like a robot out there somehow he got better with the same exact swing and his (laughs) short game is immaculate now and his putting's pretty decent so he's obviously projected to win this thing yeah he's i mean he might break this golf course like he's broken every other one this court this year i mean like Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen we're gonna see if if he does this If he does this, I'm saying, like, a lot of golfers are going to be doing the Bryson method in the offseason. I don't know, man. I will be doing the Bryson method in the offseason. I just committed. I'm going to the range and only taking a driver. I will not be bringing any other club. I'm only bringing my driver. I'm going to be swinging for the back net on every single swing. Except, Joe, that's the thing. Bryson just doesn't do with his driver. He hits his 9-iron 205 yards. That's, like, that's step – like seven i'm on step one which is hit my driver as far as humanly possible somewhat straight i want to like i want to be like that and then just take maxes on all of the par threes and somehow make a decent score or just use your driver on the tee box on par threes yeah do i like could a do that 20 do that no joe we're gonna be so big it's gonna be like a i don't even know if it's gonna be like a one percent swing <laughs> all right let's not get ahead of yourselves here all right <laughs> all right so also, so what we're going to do is we are going to do a draft. And let me just explain it for – because on our Instagram right now, go check out our Instagram. It's posted. Um, there is a game that we're playing. We have Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, and Tier 4 golfers. There's 10 golfers in each tier. And so you pick a golfer from each tier. So you have four total golfers. golfers. And then there's a point system. Obviously, first gets the most points, and then second and third – um like 15 to 20 21 to 30 and missing the cut so on and so all the point systems are up but whoever gets the most combined points at the end of the week wins so strongly encourage you to go out and submit your golfers because it's gonna be a lot of fun and so what we're gonna do though is because we don't want any of the same golfers here and also by the way top three gets a sleeve of the yard talk balls which you can't really see right now and also first place overall gets a 25 dollar gift card so why yes. not? How did I forget to mention the pride? I'm just I'm so excited about it naturally. Like mm-hmm. this is just something I would do for free that you know I just forgot to mention the prize. But yeah, no, it's a great prize for you. Hey, who want twenty? Who wouldn't want twenty five bucks? Just be good exactly. at guessing golf. It's that exactly. easy. It's not even any entry for it. It's not like you gotta put. There's no odds on this. It's just free money. Just win the free money and then go on with your life. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Go out and get a nice dinner. <laughs> Average dinner. McDonald's dinner. Exactly. All right, that's more like it. All right, but let, let's start. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a snake draft. Brennan had a stupid randomizer that was completely stupid and rigged. Great randomizer. It's fantastic. Awful. And so I'm it's last. Decent. I didn't even listen to whoever was – what the order is, but it's I'm last. What's the order? Kyle, me, so, Brendan, Joe. Yep. Stupid. And we're going to do it based off also like the projections in Instagram where it's like the, the, the four tiers, ten players in each one. This is all based off CBS Sports, their rankings, 1 through 92. Kyle, start us off, baby. With the first overall pick <laughs> in the 2020 Masters Draft, the Bushhausen Team Germany team will pick 
Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, oh what an idiot. Bryson's missing the cut. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny if he actually missed the cut. I think he's going to miss the cut. I really do. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm picking uh, Justin Thomas. See, I feel like Justin Johnson is a smart pick, but here's my thing. I will be taking Xander Schauffele. His short game is fantastic. I've been going at him with some bets this whole year. You know, he's always finishing like top five, top ten. So, give me Xander. All right, boys. I mean, you left who I was going to pick number one. Anyways, it doesn't matter that I'm picking fourth. You guys screwed yourselves. I'm picking Brooks Kepka, boys. It's a major. Brooks comes out to play in majors. I don't care that he's done nothing this year. He competed in the PGA Championship, and he almost won. He's had a bad Sunday. He's going he's gonna to win this tournament or at least be in the top five. He's going to be in contention. All, All right. right, so that's tier, that's tier one, and now we're snaking. Mm-hmm. So now I get the first pick in tier two. And, I man, I, I really don't know who I want to pick here. I don't really like anyone. Ah, give me Jason Day. I just like him as a human. Give me Jason Day. Dang it. Dang it, Joe. All right, well, apparently it was a good pick. Yeah, I like it. You know, he's last in this tier, but I'm going with him. Good old Team England, baby. Tommy Fleetwood. Um, I'm going to go with Patrick Reed. Oh, God, this guy loves cheaters. God, I was about to pick Patrick Reed, and I'm like, no, I just can't do it. I mean, he – I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. He's good at golf. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Kyle? Kyle? I, dude, I want Bubba, but I know – I know Tyrell Hatton is the smart pick, so I will be going with Tyrell Hatton. Wow. So, right now, I think we have, like, 16 or 17 picks in our Instagram, like, of people going into the contest. And I think, like, a third or at least a third of them have all picked Cantlay. So, we'll see if that goes well, too. It's not a bad pick. No one with Adam Scott, though. I'm a little surprised. All right, Kyle, you get to go for Tier 3. Start us Wait, off. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Coop, who'd you pick? I wasn't listening. God damn it, Joe. Agreed. I picked Patrick Reed. Oh, God. Yeah, I roasted you for that. All right, Once go a on, cheater, Kyle. always a cheater. Kyle, tier three. Let's get move on from that. Mm, I will take Scotty Scheffler. That's smart. Pick. I will be taking Tiger Woods. <laughs> I knew you were going to take Tiger Woods. Why wouldn't he's... I? I think he's going to win. <laughs> back to back, boys. Here we go. I know America wants it, but, like, this is, like, me wanting the Angels to win the World Series. Like, just, like, I'm, like, I want this to happen so much, but it's not going to happen. It's not just America, Brennan. It's the whole world wants it. <laughs> Dude, we all want it. This is the best way to somehow salvage 2020. And on that note, see, boys, do I want to win or do I want to go with my boys? Your boys. Because I know who your boys is, and I know he's going to get, like, second to last, so go with it. You Brendan will be big, selecting big. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> and on that I'm about note, to do that too. <laughs> you know me too well. And on that note, I'll be going with Sung JM, baby. What? <laughs> wow, you kind of well, shocked me there. <laughs> I I will be going with Cameron Champ. I uh, I like the young up and coming golfers. You know, someone who's just going to play out of their mm-hmm. mind for no good reason, and that's going to be Cameron Champ this weekend. Joe. Tier oh, four? yeah, it goes right back to me. Tier four. Oh, man, who do I want? I'm going to take Ian Poulter. Yeah. Solid pick. Okay, okay. Brendan? I will be going with the great putter in Kevin. Nah, just kidding. So I'm going with Kevin Kisner. Suck it, Goop. 
<laughs> That's my pick. That's my guy. Um, shoot. You know, I'm going to go with Phil. Why All not? Right. I, Why not? I, I love Phil. I wanted to go with Phil, but I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm going with the oldies. It's like going with Tiger. Yeah, you have Tiger. Oh, cool, buddy. Hey, they've been there many times. Yeah, and now they're old. They're not old. They're, they're still in their prime. <laughs> Phil's playing in like the old man league now. And he's winning by a lot. He's, he's won <laughs> in the, the old only man. two one he's played in. Of course, because the other guys are, are swinging from the wheelchairs. He's hot. Honey, I, I don't know. Is nap time after this? Is it after the ninth hole? All right, Kyle. Last pick. Boys, there's three things I want in a golfer. You want Bryson's distance, Rory swing, and Kevin Na's confidence just walking putts in <laughs> before they even drop. I mean, how can you vote against that? So I'm taking Kevin Na. All right, that's like going to do it. It's going to do it. We'll see what happens. Tiger's going back to back. No one, no one doubts it except Joe because he thinks he's missing a cut. He's probably going to miss the cut. <laughs> if he misses the cut, I'm going to be down some money, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Joe, I forgot about our bet too. What is it? Yeah, so we have – so Tiger, to miss the cut, I get 10 bucks from Coop if he misses the cut. If he wins, I give Coop 30 bucks. So it's three to one odds. And if anything else happens, if nothing happens, it's a push. So that is in- incredibly good odds for me. So we'll, uh, I'm loving That's this. That's incredibly good odds for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell me last Speaking time about the good old... missed the cut at the Masters. Yeah, he's missed the cut like every tournament this year, though. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He missed the cut a lot of tournaments last year, and he won. He actually won three tournaments last year. He missed the cut in a lot of tournaments and won three tournaments and won the Masters. <laughs> He's a champion. Speaking about, speaking about Tiger, he hosted the Masters dinner. I think it's tomorrow night. It was tonight. It was tonight. Did you guys see that the menu? People are like, ooh, that looks delicious. I thought it was disgusting. What? The appetizer is sushi. Then the entree was like steak. chicken and steak fajitas. You can't switch up the cuisines. Like, who just serves up sushi and then Mexican? No, this is what Tiger's trying to do. He's trying to give everyone food poisoning before the event. He's trying to get everyone's stomach so screwed up. So he's been winning all these years. He just finds ways to win. Wait, isn't the dinner just with the champions that have won? So, like, half yeah, the people so... have any, are, aren't even playing. Yeah. Phil's Shout out to up. A... <laughs> Shout out. Well, I listened to the interview with um, Max Homa, and he was saying that, like, actually they all get ready in, like, a separate locker room. So, like, Tiger, uh, like, Bubba Watson, Phil, who was my – Jordan listen. Spieth. Wow. Jordan Spieth. Wow. All those. Like, they all go in a different room. So, like, because, you know, they've been there before. They've won. They show excellence. So, Make they get the little special – kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Like, like they've been there before. They've won, so they're just kind of treating them with respect. Interesting. Yeah, I'm excited, boys. I'm excited. Um, I think it's gonna be like the first time this year where I'm like gonna try and watch all four days of golf, or at least watch all the coverage as I can. That's so much golf. <laughs> it is. It, it, it's hard. That's the, that's the thing with golf. It's just constant, but I love it. It's sports, baby. All right, now we're gonna go to Edison. 
our soccer Sherpa to tell us some more about soccer, a sport that we know nothing about. Absolutely. Give us the locks, baby. All right. We're now bringing in our soccer Sherpa, Edison. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, First of all, I love the fact that you guys stuck with that. I appreciate that. Uh, and second of all, took the L on the Xbox Series X today. It's tough, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll regroup and get them next time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, no, lots of, lots of stuff going on. Um, obviously, my two football teams suck. Uh, so, Chargers just find new ways to lose every week. And UCLA defense could probably uh, get scored on by a Pop Warner team, if I'm being honest. So, Are you also an Angels uh, fan, by the way? I am. It's, oh, it's, that sucks. That you sucks. You know what? Hey, how do you, how do you get what? through the day? I'll say, how do I get through the day? I'll say, nobody's going to see this, but I'll show you guys right here. I'm holding up the Lakers. All right, there we go. There we go. That's redemption right there. You know what? That, that, solves, that solves a lot of my uh, problems. And, I can go and obviously, Man City is winning the Champions League. Or, so, you know, we got that going for us. Hopefully. My whole paycheck know. is riding on that, by the way. Well, then, I especially hope that uh we finally this is the year we take it home um okay i can but, i can see brennan accidentally betting on man united and putting all his money <laughs> oh, on that when he, and I mean, he still I am not so man city's gonna because... win and then he's gonna go back and look at his bed he's like oh wait <laughs> i will email them be like i am colorblind <laughs> <laughs> refund me also can that, you change the odds like i think i need it that would be that would be a uh all-time all-time <laughs> blunder there bad beat uh because i mean let's just get right into it uh the Champions League games that I said were good bets. Uh, let's get right into why you never bet on your rivals, gentlemen. Uh, the first game we're going to talk about is uh, the game between Manchester United and Istanbul Bashikshir. I said it wrong last week, so I, I corrected myself this week. Um, Istanbul took this one two to one uh, in a game that I never, I mean, I never saw this outcome coming. Uh, they're, they're newcomers to the tournament. You know, they don't have the experience, you know, the star power of, you know, United and, I mean, all this on paper, you know, I'm looking at it. It's a, it's a pretty easy bet like that. This was the, this was my gimme. I was more confident in this one than my other one. And so let me tell you, it's always like the most obvious always. that you always lose. Always. Like, I, like I last just, week it was the, the, the Cowboys. No, the, oh yeah, the Steelers I mean, minus 14 was the most oh. obvious and they almost lost that game. And I mean, the fact that that was the most obvious when it was a 14 point spread is a Sad. ridiculous, but like, you know, be just Edison. Be, I almost, I interrupted you right there and I was going to point you directly to Brendan because <laughs> that is your man. We're not even talking I about mean, spreads here. Brendan's like, this is the lock boys. There's no way they lose this game. And then they get blown out by like 45 and it's no, like, well, I, mean, I totally, I totally see it. I mean, and I get it because I mean, this, this had all the makings. I think I said three, one. Uh, to United and it was 2-1 to Bashikshir um, so lesson number one boys never bet on your rivals um, because so the like this game was just, just like a it was almost like a Buck Saints game where it's just like shit not, happens or not quite came out sluggish um, they definitely came out sluggish uh, they definitely okay. came out sluggish um, and not even that just sloppy like their back line they were struggling with communication issues um I was going to say they, uh, they played a rather high line. Um, or I'm sorry, when they were attacking, they sent a lot of people forward, I should say, rather than playing high line because um, they just figured, you know, like they, they have the weapons. Like they, they theoretically should not have been able to stop them, but that made them vulnerable on the counter. Like their first goal, um, the guy the, for Basikar, uh Ba is his name, 
Um, he got the ball from the defense on a clear, but he was behind the halfway line. So offsides doesn't matter. I mean, he was behind the defender, but he was, on, he was in his defending half. So since uh. he was still in his defending half, he was clear through on goal and he scored like 13 yeah. minutes in. So yeah. then they just got hit on the counter and then they got hit on the counter again about 10 minutes later. Um, I'll say that same forward came across the cross came in from the left side and uh, that same forward played a dummy and he dummied Harry Maguire. For those of you who don't know, a dummy is when the ball is played to you and you kind of just let it go through your legs and Maguire committed. He was the last line of defense and he committed on the forward coming through but they had an extra attacker like trailing almost like a, a trailer in basketball. Right. Yeah. So he left the ball through for the trailer and he just slotted it right past the goalkeeper and they couldn't, they couldn't catch up. They scored two goals early. And then at that point, uh, Istanbul was content to just park the bus. They played all 10 players behind the ball and they're just going to defend for their life and <laughs> yeah. hang on to a two goal lead. And they did. Uh, so two, one, take note of that. Maybe they should try that sometime. I mean, <laughs> I don't yeah, know what the was... hell they should do. <laughs> they should rush two people and just put nine people in coverage. Prevent defense. <laughs> That's not going to work, though. Like, they... Our D-line is the only good thing about our defense. Yeah, I'm going to get the Istanbul coach's number and just send it to Pete Carroll. Like, All right, <laughs> there you, go. you may want to try this. It Take looks notes. like it works for them. <laughs> so, Ken so Norton's after... trash, so I could work. Oh, well, there you go. I'll say, so after this result, uh, 2-1, uh, United still stays tied for first in Group H, six points. Uh, Bashikshir wins its first ever Champions League game and now sits tied for second in the group with three points. Um, okay. And then the other game, the second game I mentioned was uh, Borussia Dortmund and Club Bruges. Uh, Borussia Dortmund won this one 3-0. Uh, this was uh, Dortmund and the over, so we like that. Um, and no, no Ethan Horvath for Club Bruges, no party. All right, The U.S. international was left on the bench. Uh, he was their starting goalkeeper in their first game that got them uh, one of their key wins in the group to keep them alive to, to uh, possibly move forward into the knockout stages. Um, and I don't know if there was an injury wise, I'll say I couldn't find anything injury wise. So maybe it was just the, you know, manager's decision to go with the other goalkeeper. Um, and he let in three. Now I'm not saying if they put in Ethan Horvath, uh, that he doesn't let in three because Dortmund's a good attacking team, but Mignolet, he, he made some mistakes. Uh, so I think this game could have been closer. So that was good for our over bet, if we're being honest. Um, but, you know, it's uh, Erling Haaland. He's one of the best young, pure goal scorers of this next generation. I believe he's 20. He's around 20 years old. Uh, he's a Norwegian international. Um, and he had two goals in this game. And it wasn't like, you know, worldies, like just absolute screamers. They were like poachers, like true goal scorers goals, like in the eight yard box. Uh, you know, he headed it on net, the keeper saved it. And then he just was like, nah, I'm going to win this battle and tapped it back in. Like they were goal <laughs> scorers goals. Is that um, kind of like, like the small ball? Kind of, <laughs> No, essentially a little okay. bit, a little bit, not, not too much though. So I wouldn't get too like, you know, caught up in that comparison. It was just, mm -hmm. he, he's, it was a gritty. It was almost, it was more of a gritty rather than a small ball, like grit and grind kind of thing. If we're going to compare it at all. Okay. Um, those are kind of the styles. He can score those worldies. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, true goal scorers, they will find the net uh, in any way, shape or form. And that's what he is. 
Um, I'll just say Gio Reyna, the American international, he put in a 78 minute shift. He completed 90% of his passes, held good possession and um, looked good on the attack. He, he freed up some space for uh, his attackers in the midfield um, or he was playing the midfield. He freed up some space for the attackers to get good looks on goal. Um, so it was a good showing from him. And hopefully we can keep that going into the international window uh, this week for the U S and that that's why we're going to win the world cup right there, boys. 2026, right there. baby. 2026. That's 90 right. 90% that of passes core. completed. There you go. That, that's called world cup champion right there. That's a, we're, we're hoping so, right? <laughs> we're, we are definitely hoping so. Um, so this result took Dortmund to the top of the group with six points. Uh, Bruce stay alive. Uh, they're in third with four uh, behind second place Lazio, who has five. Uh, all right, so let's get into the games of the weekend. Uh, the games that I said uh, would be the best, and I, in my opinion, they were. Um, we had uh, Der Klassiker, which was uh, the German Classico, essentially the biggest game in Germany uh, that happens to uh, two match days out of the year with Borussia Dortmund and FC Bayern Munich. Uh, Bayern Munich came out on top in this one, uh, three to two. Um, and I mean, just, this isn't a hot take. I'm just going to let that be known right now, but Bayern Munich, they're the best team in the world and they look like it. I mean, they definitely look like it in Germany. I mean, mm -hmm. domestically they dominate. Like I said, this is the ACC. They're the Clemson, you know, they, they dominate, right? I mean, maybe that's a bad comparison right now, but yeah, it is, you know, like, <laughs> Notre Dame's not normally in the, right now, the ACC. We'll, exactly. So we'll See, so we'll, we'll, we'll take that. that that's a, mm -hmm. that was a curveball, you know? Um, but, I mean, Dortmund put up a good fight, and they even were in the lead at one point, you know, um, and they, they looked like they were in the game, and they, they were never out of it. Let me, let's just get that, you know, straight. Uh, they were never out of it. This is always a very hotly contested game. Um, but, you know, again, Bayern over. I mean, I was like, dude, this is easy money. Like, there's no way that I'm not going to go three for four. I should have went four for four, <clears throat> United. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, you know, it's, it's whatever. Hey, three for four is better than we've, most of us have ever done in a week here. So well, that, I mean, good stuff. but it still wasn't what I did because that brings me to the game that I watched most, most intently this weekend. Uh, and that was the battle for England, uh, the, the English title between Manchester city and Liverpool. Uh, this one ended in a one, one draw. Um, it had all the makings of an absolute barn burner. Like just, it was back and forth from the initial kick. It was, you know, very, it was almost like a boxing match. You know how like every, each boxer is just laying haymakers and body shots and you, they're like absorbing, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the pressure. And it's like, okay, who's going to be the first one to crack. Right. And yeah. it's but, because, Liverpool struck early, you know, they got uh, Mohamed Salah, put him in the lead uh, from the spot in the 13th minute. Uh, and then Gabriel Jesus, uh, that's, that's what the English media calls him is Jesus. It's spelled like Jesus, like how we would say it. But like, I just watched so much of that media. Yeah, J-E-S-U-S, -S, like Jesus, right? Because he's Brazilian. I'm just going to call, call him Jesus. <laughs> no, I do it all the time, right? Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jesus, works Jesus. Jesus, 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 whatever you want to say. We know who you're talking about. He had a beautiful backheel turn from uh, Kevin De Bruyne that he collected and put past Allison that tied him up in the uh, 31st minute. Um, and then about 10 or so minutes after that, uh, De Bruyne played another cross into the box that went off Joe Gomez's arm. That led to a penalty. It was reviewed by VAR. 
it was like, hey, is it a penalty? Is it not a penalty? By the letter of the law, it was a penalty. And De Bruyne sent Allison the wrong way, but he pulled his penalty wide and missed. And it was at that moment, it was at that moment that I was like, this is going to come back to bite us. I don't know how, I don't know where or when, but that that was a legitimate moment. It's it's not good when you say, oh, this is the battle for England and it ends in a draw. Right? Because here's the thing. This is, okay. So this is, this is what I was talking about. This is why I want to rant on Pep Guardiola a little bit. He is the manager for my beloved Manchester City, and he is the best manager in the world, and I will stick to that. But if I see Gundogan and Rodri in the midfield during league games one more time, (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. So let me break (laughs) that down for you. Gundogan and Rodri, they are two players in our midfield that play sort of a holding midfield style right? And if you're deploying two holding midfielders, a job of a holding midfielder is to mostly help the back line. It's like almost adding an extra layer of defense. Like, yeah, a more defensive midfielder. It's it's a more conservative lineup without a doubt. And in the Champions League, they deploy a lot in the Champions League. And in the Champions League, I love it because you, you... you, it's okay to be a little more conservative against the best of the best, you know, the cream of the crop, all this and that, whatever. They still have enough attack wise to make things happen in the champions league and it's just like the game it's it's hard to explain but like it's it's like two different styles of plays two different styles of play almost and that sets up very very well in the champions league but in the premier league in like their main league at home it sets up horribly because the rest and this is no disrespect to Liverpool because Liverpool absolutely is a team like they're in the Champions League they won the Champions League last year they are the best of the best but right now they are missing their best center back and their best holding midfielder like they have issues at the back so this was our chance to capitalize to play a more attacking aggressive lineup and take the game to them right and we didn't do that because we played two holding midfielders who are just so incredibly skittish on the ball offensively. It's like, uh, I mean, you guys play baseball. It's like when a guy has the yips, like Jose Altuve, when he had the yips, you know, like when he fielded the ball and when you just like, you know, oh, like just get it out of my hands. You know, like it's like when they have the yips, that was how these guys, and Gundogan, he's almost like a two-way player, right? Like his natural ability is holding, but he has some creativity attacking-wise right? But Rodri is just, it's like playing a third center back. He is all defense. It doesn't matter. If he gets the ball, he's looking to get rid of it immediately. And like, just so skittish. I can and see how like frustrating that could be. Yeah, no, just, I was just about to say, <laughs> I, I see how frustrating that would be because it's like the Bills, not anymore, but what they used to do when Josh Allen first came up is run on first down, get two yards, run on second down, get two yards, make Josh Allen throw the ball, and then he just throws it like 500 yards interception. It's right. It's, it's, it's so like frustrating yeah. to watch because a team of City's caliber has so many attacking options and so many other lineups that they could use that could be so much better. I mean, just because even with their questions at the back line, Liverpool's high line frustrated Gundogan and Rodri they looked anytime they got the ball and tried to go forward they just got so skittish and I was saying we need to bring on Phil Foden who is a more attacking midfield player because I mean the guy in front of those two was Kevin De Bruyne and let's not get anything twisted all bias aside Kevin De Bruyne is the best creative midfielder attacking midfielder in soccer 
I, I'm not hearing any debates on that. Like he is, but you're not, you're not going to get it from us. Cause we don't know anyone else. <laughs> right. Debate, I understand. So Correct. We, yeah, I totally agree with Correct. you. Correct. I agree. It's not hard to believe time, with a name like, like Kevin. I, I, I just, I don't hear excellence and Kevin going together. <laughs> it's, it's true. I'm just, I'm just okay. putting that out there. And he, but he needs help when they play such a conservative lineup. It's hard for him to create every chance. Cause I mean, oh, and he still created chances. He, he gave the assist on the goal that we scored and he caused the penalty that they, he then missed. I mean, obviously he should make that or at least put it on target force a save, but he was doing things, but it's like, in my mind, we could have done so much more, you know, and like, we could have won this game three, one and why these games are so important. Like you said, a draw helps nobody. You only play like your title rivals twice in a year and they're six point games because if you win, you get three points and your rival gets none. That's a huge swing right there. Huge swing. But if you draw, you each get a point that helps nobody. And yeah. City mm-hmm. is not in the business of taking draws from Liverpool because City, uh, City now sits 11th in the table and Liverpool is sitting at third. But City has a game in hand. Okay, so if they win their game in hand, that bumps them from 11th to like fifth. But if Funny they that won you say this that. game, go ahead. Because you were talking earlier and I, I actually just – I should have been listening, but I put money on Man City to win the whole thing. Um, but okay. also, <laughs> it might be pretty good odds right now. Honestly, I mean, it I was still plus four hundred. Do it. I still think they can do it. They just these are the kinds of games that they need to win and not get okay, the ball well, out of. Tell me, so I'm playing at home. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking at so they have it on our site where the Premier League furthest progressing team out of Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, and United. Right now, City sitting at plus hundred. So like even pay out whereas liverpool is the next best at plus 150 both chess uh chelsea and man U are over plus 500 so I chelsea's mean, the dark horse if you throw money on okay. man U, you might as well just toss it in the garbage like <laughs> it's, it's not happening so but so are you saying liverpool at plus 150 is nice scoop <laughs> is liverpool at plus 150 is that like is that more than you thought just because off this draw or it's, what is it's that? more than I thought. If we're being honest, I would say that currently they're the favorites ahead of City, and that pains me to say that. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I do still think we have a shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we have a game in hand. You know, there are games we can, you know, make up potentially. Um, and, I mean, I, it's, it sounds weird, like, because I'm so, you know, kind of doom and gloom on them right now. But they, mm-hmm. in all competitions, they've lost one game this year like that, that's but the, yeah. the thing is they're not winning games they're drawing games so they're still dro- dropping points you know edison as but, as a just a sports fan yeah i don't think i'm a man city fan is what i'm figuring out because i hate <laughs> ties i hate it's, ties more than anything in the world so i think i'm gonna have to jump off the man city bandwagon and find myself a place somewhere else in the soccer world hey you know what i i'm okay with that I can I can send you a uh, a link to a blog. Uh, I was a guy for Barstool. It goes by uh, Barstool Sam, uh, like Sam's Army, because he's a big national team fan. He's got a great article. I can send it to all of you on how to pick like a team for each of the major leagues. Um, obviously, yes, that's, that's you know I'm good. I'm an advocate for City, uh, and I think we can rope you right back in on the wagon. You know, <laughs> without a doubt. But if you're in the market, I can I can send you the uh, yes, the send me the article, sure. yes, please. Yeah. All right. So. We- we're running out of time. We got like one, two more minutes. Let's, let's, let's do this. Give us your rapid picks 
for this next week and upcoming weekend. What are you betting on? So, so here's, here's the deal. I was gonna say right now we're actually headed into the international break, which means club football is <laughs> taking a break for two weeks. So there won't be any club games for you to bet on. There will be national team games. I don't know actually if they have any lines on them because a lot of them are friendlies, but you can still check. I'm sure, I'm sure you can still bet on a friendly. I just don't know what the odds will be to be completely honest. Um, I was going to say the national team, uh, the U S national team is going to be playing uh, Wales and Panama uh, in this upcoming week. Um, I was going to say Gareth Bale uh, was included for the uh, Welsh team uh, coming up, which is exciting because he's, he, he used to be one of the best players in the world. He's kind of like in a weird mental funk, kind of like, I mean, you guys saw the last dance, like with Dennis Rodman, mm-hmm. like, you know, how he can kind of like be kind of spacey sometimes. Oh, he's that's a kind of level of spacey. He was well. I mean, yeah, nobody's <laughs> that Mars. level of spacey, but like yeah. he's you know kind of on a very much lesser tier of that kind of spaciness. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as the saying goes, Gareth Bale only care only cares about three things: Wales, golf, and Real Madrid. Well, which is now Tottenham. I like this guy because he's like golf. <laughs> he right. I'll say, but now he's at Tottenham, so now it's more Wales, golf, and Tottenham. But so since Wales is number one, he should be playing. And I would like him to play because the better team, Wales is ranked 19th in the world. The U.S. is at 24. Um, So if he plays, that makes Wales a better team, which is a better test for our guys. As you've been talking, but I haven't heard any locks so far. (laughs) My lock would be the Panama game because Panama is the 74 ranked (laughs) team in the world. And it's just a friendly, but this is a team that the U S can impose their will on. And are we feeling the over or the under? I want to see a three, four, maybe even a five nil win. So U S and the over on, on Panama. Oh, I love the over. Um, At first I thought thought you were saying bet Panama. I'm like, I'm not betting against the U S is playing Brazil. I'm still betting on the U S to money. Like, no, nah, this know, is a team I do. want them to smack around, right? Like they're, they're going to get a good test in Wales, which is good. But then playing a team that is lesser than them in Panama and lesser by, you know, 50 spots in the FIFA world ranking. These are games that like we have been complacent with winning 2-1, 1-0, or even tying. I want to see them smack them around and impose their will on them. And like I said, go 3-4, maybe even 5-0 if we're lucky. Um, that's, but that's that's what I'm hoping to see. I want to see some blood. National I, I don't want I don't want to see like this little tripping because you know I'm not gonna lie to you. Like when I think of soccer players, I always you think, think of, of flopping. Like, flopping, yeah, yeah, more, no, more I so get than it. Basketball, and I don't want to see that. I want to see some shoulders. I want to see breaking of clavicles. I want to well, see. Some. The, you know what? You would be seeing you know some flopping if you're watching Brazil. Okay, you're watching the U.S. We don't we don't do that too much. That's why so I don't bet on Brazil. U.S. They... versus Brazil, I'm betting on the U.S. Obviously, we're gonna win. Go there though. They got some good looking women. So speaking of, I'll say just a little dash here at the end. I was gonna say we have um, Gio Reyna. He's getting his first call up, so it's a historic day in the Reyna household um, because it's his first call up. But both of his parents. Uh, also earned caps for the men's national team and the women's national team respectively. Um, so that'll be pretty cool for Gio to complete kind of that trio there. 
Um, and then also um, in women's national team news, um, the women's edition of the Manchester Derby, uh, Manchester United and Manchester City is taking place this weekend, featuring four U.S. internationals with Tobin Heath and Chris Press suiting up for the Red Devils and Sam Ewis and Roosevelt playing for City. 3-1 to City. Come on, City. Down with United. Um, Alex Morgan made her Tottenham Hotspur debut coming on in the 70th minute. And speaking of Alex Morgan, on the domestic front, uh, the National Women's Soccer League here at home will be adding its 11th club in the 2021 season with uh, Angel City FC uh, joining the league here right here at home in L.A. Um, with an ownership group that includes Mia Hamm, Natalie Portman, Eva Longoria, Serena Williams, Becky G, James Corden, and Kobe Jones. How that Hollywood is, is that? Damn! Right? So, and speculation... That's speculation that their first <laughs> big splash could be to bring Alex Morgan back oh! home to LA when her Tottenham contract expires. What is this? What is this again? Angel, Angel City, City FC. I am a big Angel City FC. <laughs> there, they are the first and only uh, Southern California team in the National Women's Soccer League. So go ahead and consider me an Angel City FC fan as well. The only problem with this is their team is the Angels technically and that does not sit well in this you state know what? right now it's, it's, it really doesn't it really doesn't but you know I mean, hey no i'm gonna look at it from the other way they can't be much worse you know so that's true. a good point they're, no they're gonna be point. they're gonna bring in alex morgan have the savior and then suck just like the angels have mike trout and <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing that's <laughs> that oh man i oh, really yeah. hope not gonna, but i could i'm, I could I'm just gonna see it torture too. myself in the soccer world now well <laughs> Edison, thanks for coming on, buddy. It's always appreciated. Soccer shirt, but we'll talk to you next week. And hey, we got some U.S. bets coming in. We're feeling good about it. Screw Panama. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Screw Panama. We love the over, baby. There you go. (laughs) Bump it. Bump it. Thanks, everybody. See you later. All right. Thanks to Edison for that. That was awesome. Learned a lot. Really did. Like every time I go in there, I learn more about sports than anything you guys can tell me. So that's good. But now let's get into Thursday Night Football to where I will obviously win because I'm a genius. So, Cooper? Joe, just <laughs> – All right, so we got – first for very much longer. Yeah, it's going to be great. one week, and that's it. <laughs> um, we got Colts-Titans, and the Titans are favored by two points. It's not a bad Thursday Night game compared to the other ones we've had this year. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? This is kind of like – these two teams and the Bears are like my very fraudulent – somehow over 500 teams like the Titans and the Colts are both going to go to playoffs somehow, but I, I don't, they're, they're so risky. So who are you picking? I'm picking the Titans, baby. Have you seen the Colts offense? It's trash. <laughs> Joe, no. you want to go? Nah, I'm going to wait. Kyle, you want to go? Yeah. The stats say pick the Colts, but I'm thinking of continuing to pick, the opposite of what I picked because I'm one for one with the methods so far. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh my god! I Watch go like thirteen for thirteen right now. <laughs> you guys go. You guys can go. I'm still debating if I'm going to do it. Come on, Kyle. I'm going with the Colts. Um, I hate Ryan Tannehill. Plain and simple. Go Colts. God dang! I was really looking for a so wait, uh, what? Coop, you hate Ryan Tannehill more so than. The Chargers franchise quarterback, Phil Rivers. He's not on the Chargers anymore. I, I mean, I don't dislike him anymore. Okay. <laughs> Fair point. Franchise is Justin Herbert, and that's all that matters. 
I was I was really looking for a lone wolf Thursday game, like I've been doing to get myself to first place, like I am right now. But unfortunately, you guys took that out, and so it's Titans minus two, correct? Yes. I'll take the Colts. Colts are going to win this game. Colts money line. Let's ride, Joe. Kyle. I'm going with the Colts. Oh, lone wolf! This is the week. I'm going to listen to the numbers. Guys, it, oh man, that makes Kyle, me feel I really listen to the numbers every week and I somehow still lose, all right? Numbers don't mean shit. This is because, like, anyone who has the balls to load Wolf a Thursday night game, God immediately gives them the win. So I'll just lock this one in on the Titans because that's going to happen. Ryan Tannehill sucks. Titans aren't going to win. You're forgetting who they're playing. Who did the Colts just play and didn't they just shit on him? No. They lost, they lost the, the Ravens. It was Lamar Jackson's first comeback from behind win. Oh, it was like right. 0 for 6 before. They shit on the Lions the week before. That's where it was. That's where. That's yeah. what I was – That was their only good game of the year. Hey, you never know. All right, that's that's going to do it here for us on – it's not Friday. It's a Wednesday, unfortunately. <laughs> on Wednesday, November 11th. Thank you for joining us, boys, and everyone listening. We'll be back on Friday talking first day of the Masters. I mean <laughs> – all my picks are probably going to be just way out in front already. And then we'll also be talking Thursday night football, which unfortunately Brendan will probably get a lone wolf win there. Cause that's just what happens on Thursday night. And uh, we'll preview the weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend with golf and football. We're looking forward to it. See you later, boys. Later boys. Later. Hashtag don't be like Kyle. Tiger's going back to back.